welcome to A Court of Three Strands, the Palatine Institute's podcast on creating Christian culture. Through this show, we hope to provide a resource of education and encouragement for students, parents, and leaders about the revival of Christian values in our community. On A Court of Three Strands, we'll focus on the three foundational strands that make a strong, flourishing Christian culture, the church, the family, and education. We desire to order these things around God's word to advance Christ's kingdom and so glorify him and bless our community. My name is Ron Young, headmaster of Providence Academy and founder of the Palatine Institute. And I'm Noah Tetzner, a curious student of classical education and podcast producer. Through our conversations, we look forward to sharing fellowship, knowledge, and practical wisdom for his glory here on the Quarter Three Strands podcast. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome back to A Court of Three Strands podcast. Today's episode marks part two of a three-part series about worship. Last week, we talked about time and this week is about prayer. Mr. Young, you have this subtitled Worship Confession and Gratitude. What do you mean by that? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if we look back at uh, what we're trying to get at, um, we've talked about worship. One is having to do with um, bowing down or prostrating oneself. It has to do with authority or submission to authority. And, and so when I look at, when we look at prayer, we understand first that it is a a type of worship in that prayer is appealing to a higher authority. Uh, Prayer says, I'm not God. Right. It also, it also is confession, right? Prayer admits that we're needy. And so we're in need of sustaining. We're in need of salvation. We're in need of comfort. We're in need of hope. And we're in need of many things and it can't come from us. We're again, appealing to a higher authority. Yeah. We're not God. Finally, gratitude, right? Uh, prayer allows us to give thanks to whom and for whom we are grateful. So today, when we talk about prayer and how this fits in building a Christian culture, what I'd like to do is kind of go backwards. Right. So I subtitled it worship, confession, gratitude, but I want to go through these things in reverse. Gratitude, confession, worship. Sure. That sound good? Yeah, that sounds great. So gratitude, prayer allows us to give thanks to whom and for whom we are grateful. You mentioned, yes, starting with gratitude. Let's unpack that a little bit. You know, gratitude, I think here in the West, we have a a pretty basic understanding of it, but as it aligns with this notion of worship, you know, what should we keep in mind with, with gratitude? Well, I think the idea is, is that we're not God. We're totally dependent on God. Every single thing that we have, even our next breath comes from God. Um, none of it is on our own. And so understanding that there is a higher authority in us that has given us all these things, our proper response or obligation is gratitude. So the reason I'd want to start with that is because we have to go back to Genesis chapter one through three, right? So remember in Genesis one, God creates everything that's very good. And he gives to human beings, he gives to them everything for food. Again, I love God, right? (laughs) Back to food. Sometime we're going to have a whole season on food. It would be awesome. Or meals. I think meals would be better. Yeah. But I could talk about food forever. Yeah. Anyway, um, thank you, Jesus. 
Okay. <laughs> so everything, he gives every green thing for, for food, uh, every uh, herb and, and plant and fruit is all for them. Everything. Take and eat, God says. Everything, including the tree of life. They can take and eat of the tree of life and live forever with God. Everything's provided. Everything's given. And yet, they take the one thing not given. Right. The, remember the one command, the one command was the tree in the middle right there, the, of the knowledge of good and evil. Don't eat of that. But everything else is yours. Everything is good. It's all for you. And uh, it's freely given. And we can take and eat and enjoy. And we, and we can eat the tree of life and live forever. What a wonderful thing. Wow. And yet, yeah, it wasn't good enough. We wanted that one thing, that thing that wasn't given. So if you think about the fall. We often talk about the, the fall in terms of pride, you know, wanting to be like God. And that's completely true. Um, pride is, the, is this big thing of if I can eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, I can determine for myself what is good and evil. I can be like God. But we have to also look at it as that original sin is they're not content. Eve is not content with what has been given. Yeah. She wants more. Uh, she's not content of being in the image of God in the way that God made her. She wants to be like God in a different way. She wants to have moral autonomy. She, right. And he, and Adam right. too, he took the fruit from her. He was right there with her in the garden and, um, and listened to the whole thing. Yeah. And uh, he falls. So, so when we think of the fall, when we think of um, what happened is uh, it, it, everything has stem from that not being content the ingratitude of it all yeah right? i mean it's it's like um it's like you know i take my kids out or something and I, I there's all this plethora of things great things for them to eat or to do and uh and then all i get is complaining <laughs> right you just yeah. if and uh you've probably experienced that maybe you were the complainer but no there's no, right no but it, it it it's uh it's such a frustrating thing as a as a parent providing all these great things and then then the response you get from your children is not gratitude but they're complaining yeah I, oh I, I want something else and and that's the nature of human beings we are by nature in our sinful fallen state yeah we are naturally inclined to discontent and ingratitude Right. right. So if we're thinking of Christian culture and we're thinking of how do we form a culture that is glorifying to God, that is displays its distinctive excellence, we have to go back to this idea of I have to understand myself. I want my family to understand that themselves all as creatures dependent upon God. And he has given us all things necessary for this life and for salvation. Yeah. Everything's a gift. It's all given everything. and so. The way back, you might want to say, is through gratitude. Mm. So I want to I want to give thanks to God for for all that uh, He's given. It, it's a way to uh, fight uh, discontentment, right? If I understand that God is a good Father, right? So I'm a dad, right? I have five kids, and uh, my wife and I uh, we we look at what our kids have and what they need, and we know what they need, and we'll give them, you know, gratefully we'll give them what they need. Sometimes my kids want things they don't need. And, you know, sometimes if we can afford it and we feel like it, you know, we might think this would be a good thing. We might give it to them. But if it's something they really need, we'll do everything we can to make sure that they get what they need. Yeah. Um, and I'm an imperfect father. I'm a sinful father. 
God, our heavenly father is perfect. And he gives all good things to us. Every good and perfect gift comes down from the father. Right. Yeah. And, and so when we are in a position in our life that we're, you know, things aren't going well, or we start comparing ourselves to other people or, you know, that never happens, but, (laughs) (laughs) or you just, you just go, Oh, I I wish I was in a different situation. I'm, you know, you're watching, you know, your TikToks, you know, yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's me. I'm watching my TikToks all the time. Um, for those of you out there, I, I don't have TikTok account. I don't watch that. Um, although sometimes people show me some of the TikToks and I think they're funny, but I'll I'll just say this, um, people watching and doing that can all of a sudden get this idea that their life isn't what it ought to be. Uh, I think it ought to be this other thing where I have a lot more money and power and, and good looks and, you know, whatever it is, and they become discontent. But if we start our day, if we can, if we begin with gratitude, thanking God for what he has given us and knowing that he's a good father and he will give all good gifts to us. Right. Yeah. I mean, he, didn't Jesus talk about that? Like what kind of father, if you know how to, if you earthly fathers who are imperfect or sinful can give good gifts to your own children, how much more would the heavenly father give us? Right. Right. So, so starting our day, and this is the idea of pattern and ordering our life, I would say by prayer, waking up in the morning, understanding that this is a new day that God has given me. Mm. Right. I, I don't, God doesn't owe me another day of life. Yeah. Right. He doesn't. It's a gift. This day is a gift to me. Yeah. And I want to thank God for that. Uh, I can go to the refrigerator. I can grab something to eat. Yeah. I can <clears throat> make coffee. Like, yeah. Oh my goodness. We have a God who invented coffee. Yeah. What a great God. And I give thanks to him. We give thanks to him. It helps orient our day in a different way. Yeah. Right. right. And, and then it's not just that. Right. So my habit, and, and this is what I want to implore, if we're going to have a Christian culture, yeah. is that we ought to be really good at giving thanks to God. Mm-hmm. And we ought to do it at every meal. Right. Yeah. Every meal. It, it, it's interesting when the reformers, you know, Luther, Calvin, you know, others, they, they're beginning their reformation and they're writing catechisms and things like that for their people. Yeah. Um, all of them will have this little section about what to do. Right. Yeah. And one of the things they do is write out prayers, table blessings. Like this is what you ought to do when you sit down to eat. This is what you should do. You know, Luther says that you should, uh, um, you should uh, uh, return thanks um, at the beginning. You know, there's a, there's a prayer in the beginning of the meal and a prayer after the meal. You know, it's, yeah. it's great, but he's teaching his people like pray. You're, it, everything is centered around this gratitude. So when we're taking this, we're taking and eating. Yeah. We're recognizing that every good gift comes from him and we thank God for it. Yeah. Now think of, think of how that would affect families. First of all, to pray together before a meal means you're together for a meal. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So, so order your life in such a way that as many times as you can throughout the week, that you are all sitting down together for a meal. Um, perhaps more than just one per day, even. Yeah. And, and for, and to thank God for the food and for the day and for the circumstances or, you know, whatever. And, and here's, here's the, the big one. First Thessalonians chapter five, verse 18. And, and I like the King James version, right? <laughs> yeah. In everything, in everything, this means in all circumstances, in whatever's going on, in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you, right? Yeah. Um, so it, it's interesting how many times I've met with young people 
Yeah. Who are um, worried about what they should do and they don't know what God's will is. Right. Well, I don't know what your specific thing is, like what your vocational calling might be, but I do know that his will for us is this in every circumstance, including this one where you feel like you're wandering in the desert. Yeah. You should be giving thanks to God for it. And the reason why is we understand that he is a good father. He has given us all things that we need and whatever we're going through right now is for our good. Yeah. Right. So give thanks to him. Gratitude. Christians, Christians should be the most grateful people on the planet. Yeah. And, and it, and it should be, um, it should be crazy. Now think of this. The main thing I see in our culture right now is cynicism. People are cynics. They're, they distrust everything. They're kind of a little bit, a little bit of anger in in everything they do. In contrast to that, uh, as Christians who have confidence that there is a good father who has a plan and a perfect plan for everything and, and for our lives, we should be grateful. Imagine that. Think of that stark contrast between a culture of just this existential kind of anger and bitterness and discontentment. And then all these people with fake things and on the, on their, on their TikToks and Instagrams yeah. and stuff, trying to appear that their, that life is good um, with, with Christians who in all circumstances, whether they're rich or poor, whether they're suffering or, or well, yeah. giving thanks. Yeah. It would be a marked different. That that would change its culture. Imagine what people would think of you if they thought, wow, that guy's a really grateful person. Yeah. I wish I had what that guy had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, wait, wait. So let me just ask you, Mr. Young. I just I have to ask before we move on to confession. So, you know, obviously, you know, we're here on this planet to know God and make him known, to be the salt and the light of the earth, and so forth. But, you know, as we keep gratitude in mind. And forgive the basic question, but I have to ask, does God want us to be happy? Huh? What do you mean by that? You know, I, I, are you you talking about like the philosophical idea of happiness? Like, or or it's a, it's a big, it's a big question. And one that I have, I have discussed with people before. And, and I feel like, you know, that's something that some Christians continue to ask themselves, you know, um, God is, of course, like the good father to us and like a father provides for his children and wants to see them delight in what he's given them. So God would would do the same for us. Right. But at the same time, we have to remind ourselves that we're not everything we have from God. We need to be grateful for. It's not uh, we shouldn't come to expect it. So. Right. Okay, so here's here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to blow things up a little bit. (laughs) All right. Yeah. At some point, some preacher at some point tried to contrast happiness and joy. And they talked about happiness being, uh, you know, um, connected to circumstances versus joy being this eternal, you know, great, you know, Jesus, others, you. Right. Yeah. And for whatever reason, that stuck. And everyone talks about it that way. And I hate it. I hate it because the yeah. idea of, of happiness wasn't that originally. Now it's been ruined. We can't talk about it. So when you ask me, does God want us to be happy? That's why I'm asking. What do you mean? Yeah. No, God doesn't want us to be entertained all the time. He right. doesn't want us to be like feeling good all the time. I don't think that's what he's at. It's at. But, but this idea of happiness has this more philosophical idea of, of um, being uh, doing what you are meant to do. Yeah. Right. When, when we're, when we're doing the thing that we're meant to do the way we're designed, right. Doing good yeah. in a sense or being good. Um, there's this happiness, right. So the philosophers would talk about it. Like I, 
like, I don't know if you were in school when, when you read, did you read uh, Cicero on the good life? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Right. So he, he's talking about happiness as being as um, being moral, right? Yeah. <laughs> that if you're, if you live a moral life and you do the things that you ought to do and you fulfill your obligations to, you know, God and to your family and you, you do those things, you live a happy life. That doesn't mean that you're filled with, you know, good feelings all the time. Right. It, this, so happiness was connected to the good. Now we've, we've kind of separate because of whoever started that contrasting happiness to joy ruined the word happy. Yeah. So I don't know. So what I'm saying is, yes, God would like us to fulfill his purpose and have a life in which you are doing good and that you are doing what you're meant for. Yeah. Whether in it you're suffering or not doesn't matter, but that's, so when you're suffering through that, you would be in that philosophical term, happy. Yeah. Right. We've just made it into some Epicurean, (laughs) (laughs) you know, that God doesn't want to disturb our tranquility or something like that's right. That's not what I'm talking about, but I will say um, even in the midst of suffering, even in the midst of everything, you know, where you don't feel very good or happy. we're still commanded and expected to give thanks. Right. And it makes a tremendous difference in, in, in our own days and personalities and it changes us. Well, and, and of course I shouldn't even be saying this because my experience compared to yours, Mr. Young is abysmal, but is it fair to say that as you look back on your own life and you look at some of the most tumultuous times, those now in hindsight strike you as perhaps the most rewarding. I, you know, yeah. Yeah, I would. Um, let me say maybe yeah. <laughs> some of them, some of them were tumultuous, tumultuous. Yeah. And yet I, I don't think I was um, very grateful at the time. Okay. Um, I, I think that as I've grown through those and the next tumultuous time comes up, I've been much better at it. Yeah. Um, I, I would say that at this point in my life, when things are going really bad, I count it joy, right? Because, uh, in fact, we, we just went through some stuff here at the school. Uh, it's not pleasant. It's not good. Um, but these things happen and, uh, it happens right after this great thing happened in our school. And, uh, so I'm talking with some of the board members and, uh, my statement was, I'm glad that God counted us worthy of suffering. Oh, right. Yeah. Like if, if this wasn't, if, if everything was nice, right. I would be worried that we're not really doing God's will. Yeah. But because there's, because there's things happening that are, uh, that we have to fight against, that we have to be on our guard, that we have to be praying about that has, we have to rely on his grace. Um, we're, we're, we, we understand that the, even this is given to us by God yeah. for our good. And we have to give thanks for it. And, and they'd be, be counted worthy of this. Like, imagine if you, I mean, I can't imagine if my life was so insignificant that uh, Satan never bothered with me. Yeah, <laughs> right? Right. Well, that guy's, that guy's a lump of, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just move on to someone else. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. You're doing just fine there. You know, keep, yeah. keep, keep in, uh, you know, keep your happy place and, right. and, and think that's great. Um, no. So when, when there's things that come our way, whether it's suffering, whether it's whatever, we know that God has a plan and a purpose and it's, and it's good. I should give thanks in all things. Give thanks. Yeah. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus. Yeah. 
Well, I'm glad we went down that that rabbit hole. My apologies for for taking us there, but on to confession. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. This is a podcast. It is a podcast. It's supposed to have. That's good. Right. Yeah. We'll be the the Joe Rogan of, uh, you know, of uh, classical, classical Christian education. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. <laughs> that's good. On to confession. Uh, so what about confession? Yeah, that's a great question. So confession is so confession is a, an admission of of need um, or fault. Right. If I'm confessing something, uh, it means that I'm uh, I've done wrong. Um, and, and it it. We, we, we always err in word and thought and deed every day we do because right? yeah. we're human beings. We're right. not, we're not God. And, and so there's this interesting thing about the, the word confession and within that word. There's an idea of agreement with, right? So from the Latin uh, come, which is with or together and uh, fatere, which is to admit or to speak. And so it, it has this idea that when I'm confessing a fault, I'm, I have an agreement with someone, right? So yeah. let's suppose Noah that um, we're uh, something bad has happened and you think that I've done something bad and I don't think that I did it. Mm. I am not confessing my fault because I don't believe that it was my fault. Yeah. But if I'm confessing my sin, I'm agreeing with the person or the authority who has said what is good and evil. Right. Right. I have to, in other words, uh, when I have behaved a particular way and I'm going to confess my sin, I am agreeing with God about what I did. Right. Right. I'm not, I'm not looking in my head and self-justifying. Well, God, uh, you know, Noah looked at me funny and so he deserved (laughs) what I gave. So I'm kind of sorry that I broke this rule, but not, I don't quite agree with you, God, that this was some sort of sin. Yeah. You know, that's, that's not confession. Confession is, is that thus saith the Lord and that thus saith the Lord um, uh, condemns me. And I know that. Yeah. And I go, this is what I did. And I, I forgive me. I need forgiveness. I need pardon for this. I have, I've transgressed his law. I, I need, I need yeah. him. Right. I can't, I can't make it up for it. I can't take it back. I yeah. can't only God can do these things. And so when I confess my sin, when I confess my faults, when I confess my needs, it's always an agreement with someone. And it's not yeah. me. I'm not agreeing with myself. And that yeah. would be, I don't know, some sort of self-talk I, or yeah. some sort of therapy. I don't, I don't know. But, but when we're confessing, we're agreeing with God concerning our state. And, and that again, points us to the fact that I'm not God. Yeah. He's God. Right. Yeah. So, so this kind of prayer is a type of worship. I'm worshiping God. I'm bowing the knee to his judgment on me and I'm agreeing with him. I am wrong. I am in the, it is my fault. It is my fault. It yeah. is my fault. Right. Mea culpa, mea culpa. I, yeah. I, it is. In, um, and so in this practice of reflecting on my own life and my behaviors and my thoughts and my deeds, along with God's word that tells me and shows me as a mirror, my life. Yeah. Right. I, I then agree with God about it, that I am a sinner and I am in need of salvation. I need his forgiveness. I need to be cleansed and I can't provide it. So is, is repentance a synonym for confession? Uh, no, not really. 
No. (laughs) (laughs) Confession is an aspect of repentance, right? This is, and, and so if I, if I, um, so to repent means to turn away from it. So confession is the good start. Okay. Sure. (laughs) Once I've agreed with God about that and confessed that sin, then I'm going to turn away and go down the right path. Right. right? Again, whose path? Right. It's not my own. It's got to be God's. Right. Right. So the prayer of confession is the first part of repentance of, of turning away. So this is, um, so again, remember in the context of this, like uh, the, the first episode we had talked about Sabbath, right? The, about time and, right. and that idea of like acknowledging that my time is not mine, it's God's. Yeah. And he's asked us to rest on that day and, and to worship him. I have to, I'm going to give up a, a seventh of my productive life uh-huh. and rest because that's because he's the Lord and not me here. We're, we're being grateful, right? Yeah. Acknowledging that, um, that the things that I have are not from me, they're from God. And so I'm going to give him thanks. Yeah. And then uh, at the same time, there are things that I do that are wrong and I'm not the determiner of that God is, and I'm agreeing with him about it. Yeah. And so I'm confessing. Right. So, so those are the, those, this leads us to prayers, worship. Right. Okay. Again, God is and God alone is the one to whom we are thankful. Mm. He's the provider of everything. And so by, by having a, a, this regular routine in my life, if I'm ordering my time and my words in a particular way, I want to make sure that I am at all times uh, expressing gratitude to God for all these things. These are gifts in everything. Yeah. And giving thanks to him. The second is, is that God and God alone determines what is good and evil. Yeah. So we're agreeing with him regarding the evil we do and the evil we think and the evil we say. And so we confess. So here's, here's how I, you know, putting it back into the culture thing. If we want a Christian culture, yeah. right. The, the things that are ordered around God's word and everything, it, it has to start with us with us and our families, right. In our right. homes. And, and so, so what I would say is start your days with gratitude, right? Yeah. Give thanks. Every meal, give thanks, give yourself, give a, a pattern of a thought like, okay, when I sit down to the a meal, I might not have ever, I, I might not have been thinking about God at all, all yeah. day, but I'm sitting down for lunch. Oh, this is a gift from God. Yeah. Think a little bit about what the day has been and give thanks to God and do it out loud with other people Yeah, in the middle of a restaurant or your school or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or at home, right. With your family. Um, to, but to, to give thanks to God, um, your, ch- my children need to see that as their father, I am not the giver of all good things. It is God. Yeah. And we give thanks to him. And then the, 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 the second part is confession. What, what I would, what I would say is, is um, every evening at, mm. at some, now, if you, if you seriously, if you sin, right, it's yeah. like, it's very abundantly clear, shoot, I did that. Confess your sin right away. You know, go reconcile with your brother or sister or whatever. It's probably your sister you ticked <laughs> off, right? But uh, um, Brie, I hope she's listening today. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, whoever it might be, you, you you ask, you know, you reconcile and, right. and, and, and things. But what I'm saying is sometimes you kind of go through your day and it's really good in the evening at some point, just to give yourself a little time to reflect on your day 
to go, okay, here, God, here are things. Show me, you know, show me my sin. Show me, you know, the inward parts, you know, them reveal them to me. And then, and then confess these things, agree with God about these things. So, and so when you're going to bed, I mean, I, I like that is, you know, cause I, what's the, now I lay me down to sleep. Yes. <laughs> I pray the Lord, my soul to keep if I die <laughs> yes. before I wake. Right. Yeah. Feed, yeah. Feed Jake. Right. No, I'm just kidding. That's, <laughs> wait, I got that mixed up a little bit, but that's a good one. But that whole idea of, of, yeah. of uh, just reviewing the day and, and giving and confessing sin um, and, and making that a pattern of your life. Yeah. Is going to, and then waking up in gratitude, giving great, great, you know, it, I think that kind of pattern that we do is a, is an important thing um, that we do it. And then we do it on behalf of our families. We do it on behalf of you know, our institutions. We, we just do that gratitude and confession. It is a way we're worshiping and acknowledging that he, God yeah. is God. He is our authority where he's our King and we're subjects. Okay. So here's, here's my question about prayer. Like if somebody imagines uh, an ancient culture, for example's sake, and they, they think about it in the context of the word prayer, they, they might imagine these scenes of one venerating a deity, a, a man prostrating himself and so forth. We as Christians, of course, enjoy a personal relationship with our God. Have we though, and I would, I wouldn't dare to judge anyone, but have we, Mr. Young, like gotten too simple about prayer or is it as simple as just talking with God? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, both. Right. Yeah. So I, I think there's, I think that at sometimes we, we have, um, we've, we're not, we don't grow in our prayer life. Okay. Right. There's lots of people, I, you know, they're, you know, find out they're Christians for 12 years. They still don't know how to pray well. Well, right. That's, yeah. Like, what's that excuse, <laughs> you know? Um, so I think it, we, we owe it to ourselves to learn how to pray. And here's the problem. We as good evangelical Christians, we don't, we don't think written prayers are somehow authentic or something. It's just odd, right? So, yeah. so we'll, catch, we'll, we'll catch some lingo or, you know, or jargon that we've heard, um, you know, a preacher say or something, and maybe that, you know, comes into our, our cultural or it's on a movie or something yeah. and people repeat it. Um, I think it's a really good thing to uh, one study the prayers, of the Bible, right. Pray the prayers that Jesus prayed. Yeah. You know um, th- there've been times I'll, I'll just say this. There have been times in my life and in other people's lives that I know where the pain is so deep or something's going on so harsh that you're, you, ha- you've lost the words to say. Mm. And so what I've done is I've picked up the Psalms and I've just prayed the Psalms. I don't, I don't have words, but these words were written down by the Holy spirit and they're going to communicate. They're going to do their thing. Yeah. Right. And, um, and how much, uh, how much that has helped me through those times of suffering those times of, of, of despair. Yeah. Um, it also like even the Lord's prayer, yeah. just pray the Lord's prayer. And one of my favorite, the times where like, I like lost or there's something and um, there's this Jesus prayer, yeah. you know, um, uh, Lord Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me, a sinner. Yeah. And that's, it's a good prayer. Yeah. Right? That's, that's very simple, but at the same time, it's, 
it's I didn't write those words. Yeah, but I, but I, I feel them. The other part to it is, is that um, I think some for some reason we, we've gotten because we have a quote unquote personal relationship with Jesus. We think that personal relationship is is a buddy. Yeah. Like, dear God, I pray that the Dairy Queen doesn't close at 30 p.m. Or, oh, I've yeah. prayed that many times. No, just, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, thank God for quick trip. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> yes, we're from Wisconsin. Yes. Um, the, 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 the part that I'm saying is, is that he is God almighty. He is the, he's our king. Right. And we'll talk about this. I'm going to talk about money on next episode, oh, yeah. but he's our king. And, um, I think, you know, as Americans, we don't bow to people. Right. Right. right? right. I don't bow to people. Right. Like whatever. I might, I might nod my head, you know, stand, out of respect yeah. or something. I stand. Um, but, but even thinking through like posture, you know, sometimes I just need to get on my knees. Yeah. Right. And I don't now I remember Jesus's words though. This is the other part to it is he talks about, don't be showy. Don't go in your closet and pray. Right. Yeah. So what I'm, what I'm not advocating here is that we become better at prayer. So other people can hear us or see us. Mm. What I'm saying is, is that we need to become more in tune with who we are in, in a relationship to Christ, our King, and that it should be seen in how we grow in prayer and our gratitude and our confession. Yeah. Um, you know, if things aren't going well, just, Take some time to be on your knees, like literally on your knees, not just spiritually in your knees or I yeah. don't know, whatever that's, that is. Yeah. Um, there's such a connection between our, our, our mind, our body and our spirit that we've like completely rejected and it's, we need to get it back. Yeah. Right. right. Um, and, and so to, to be on your knees before God is a, is a great humbling thing. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, Next week's episode, to put it in layman's terms, will be uh, a juicy one all about tithing and money. But before we uh, sign off for this week, Mr. Young, any final thoughts, any, you know, action steps as we think about, about, you know, confession and uh, everything we talked about gratitude today? Yes. Uh, Here's, I would love it if we were just honest with ourselves, right? I think we can all say that prayer is extremely important. And you noticed I've only talked about two kinds of prayer, gratitude and confession. There's others with supplication and all that. And I, yeah. I didn't even touch that. I'm just talking about these two things. And if our lives become more centered around those two things, I mean, it would make a huge difference. So what I'm saying is, is that, uh, and I'm, I alluded to it, you know, you might be that guy. Well, I've been a Christian for 12 years and you're right. I still pray like a, a baby Christian. Yeah. Well, I, I would just say, Let's take it seriously. Let's, let's just take it seriously, but start where you're at. If you don't feel like you're the best prayer in the world, um, start where you're at, uh, open up the Psalms, start praying the Psalms, Yeah. Uh, pray the Lord's prayer, um, pray your own words and give it a shot. Or if you know what you're going to play, like here, here, Noah, this is a big thing, right? There are times like I'm headmaster at Providence Academy. I'm going to go to a donor. I want to ask the donor for a lot of money or I want to ask the donor for, you know, or, or talk. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to just show up as I am and just say, Hey, can I have a bunch of money? Right. It's right. not going to, that's stupid. Right. <laughs> um, you know, we, I'm going to dress well. I'm going to practice what I'm going to say. I'm going to, 
the actual saying of it is important. Mm. So I'm, I'm even going to pr- prepare. So one of the things I think is a great thing is to, to practice writing your own prayers. Like if you've got something to say to God and you know, you need to get this off your chest, you need to write, whether it's in a confession or it's Thanksgiving or, or just asking him for help. Right. Cause that's part of confession. Yeah. I need help. God, write it out, uh, work the words, make it, make, this is what I, this is what I'm saying. Right. I, yeah. I, uh, some, some of us, and I'm, I don't want to say me, but I, so I can talk. I just, sure. Whatever. I can talk. It's, it's never been a problem for me, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is for a lot of people. Yeah. But, it, but write out the prayer and then pray it. Yeah. And say it to God, bring it in front. You don't have to be spontaneous all the time, especially if it just sounds like you're babbling, sit down and write it down and take it seriously. So those are my ideas. But wherever you are, start where you're at, take it seriously, let's get better at it, and let's just give him thanks and confess. 